Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for tuning in today to the Nun Report. You know, weekends are weird, and I uh, hope you had a good one, by the way. I know I did. But usually a lot of stuff happens over the weekends. There's a ton of news and it all builds up. I mean, since Friday afternoon, it's all we have all this information to choose from as podcasters and, and whatnot. And that just didn't happen this week. I mean, it's really a lot of minutiae. There's no major thing. I mean, oh yeah, they're indicting Trump again. You know, they're they're doing Senate hearings and congressional hearings, but those are kind of on stall right now because some of the witnesses didn't show up today. Uh, one being Devin Archer, which was one of Hunter Biden's business partners when they were running their uh, influence scam around the world, raising money for the Biden family as part of the Biden crime family. Anyway, they're saying maybe next Monday he will testify. So there's, you know, there's just little tidbits of stuff here and there. The IRS is going to stop using armed agents to go after taxpayers. So that's kind of a good thing, I guess. You know, the show I did on Friday was uh, one I'm going to touch base on here a little bit more. It, it, and not 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 for a long time, because I spent a big portion of the show on it on Friday. And that is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. So uh, you know what spawned? That, that episode, by the way, it took off. It got a ton of traction, got a ton of views, still going strong over on Rumble. Uh, by the way, check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. That's where you can find all the content, all the videos, all the clips, all the tons of receipts, lots of stuff I put up there on, on the, my different channels on there. Just go to rumble.com slash the Nun Report. But... Uh, the Vivek Ramaswamy, okay, um, what, what caused me to dial into that, and I, and I just wanted to recap on it, was, you know, I was, I can't remember where it was. I can't remember if it was Twitter or if it was Facebook. It was one or the other, but I was on there, and I just put out a, a basic, you know, question. Hey, what about uh, this Ramaswamy guy, you know? I mean, he seems like he's got a lot of interesting stuff to say. He's young, he's energetic, he's well-spoken, and... um and I got a couple of people that came back, oh, he's a Soros puppet, and oh, he's bought and paid for with Soros money. And I was like, huh, is he? I don't know that. So rather than just accepting that at face value, as many do it, and I, I decided to do a little bit of research, and I found out in five minutes what most people should. Look, people, please, you know, don't fall into the trap of having your conservative blinders on, your Trump blinders on, or whatever blinders they are. Because look, con conservatives can be just as guilty of having those blinders on and ignoring new information or just accepting new information at face value and then repeating it as truth without ever once checking to see if it was. And I really need to caution you against that because it does not help our cause. It does not help our position when you go and put fake information out there or, or when you you know basically just you know talk out of your backside. Because people will smart people will catch up catch on to that, and some of those smart people, believe it or not, <laughs> are are liberal uh, naysayers out there that are looking for something, any reason, whatever, to call you uh, a liar or a BSer. So the one thing, and what was funny about this this interaction was the receipt that he threw up was a link to the website of Fellowships for New Americans, which is a trust run by Paul and Daisy Soros. Paul is George's older brother, has nothing to do with George, didn't even come to America with him, has nothing to do with the World Economic Forum, zero zip, not a zilch. 
But he sent me an actual link to Vivek Ramaswamy's uh, page as a fellow for Fellowship for New Americans. They are an organization. I went over this in detail on Friday. I'm not going to rehash everything over again. But for those that didn't catch it, do catch the full episode. It's great. It's on rumble.com slash the none report. But basically, this is an organization. It's a trust that gives out scholarships. They give out, in fact, they have 1,800 applicants every year and only give out 30 scholarships. Their, their criteria for selection is, is very tight. It's very hard to get one of these scholarships. And Vivek got one, you know, so what? And Paul Soros has no relation to his brother. But, but the, point, the point I want to make here is, is not that there's any any sort of connection that people try to make between George Soros or the World Economic Forum and Vivek Ramaswamy is complete and absolute utter BS, okay? I have did a deep dive into it. I dug into this, and I'm telling you, there's nothing there. It is a big nothing burger. And the people that, yes, he did take some Soros money from Paul Soros, from the trust that Paul and Daisy Soros ran as a scholarship for his law degree. So after he already had a biology degree and, and other stuff, I mean, the guy is the guy is an intellectual rock star. He's an entrepreneur. He's my, I'm a Trump man. And I've made no secret of that. If Trump is on the ballot, come the primaries, I will vote for him. If he is on the ballot, come the general, I will vote for him. Having said that, if for whatever reason he is not on either of those ballots, one or the other or both, Right now, I got to say, Vivek Ramaswamy has me. He's got me interested. He has me intrigued. And you can, if you want to know why, again, I did a full show on it Friday. I'm not going to do it all over again. But um, people, look, just do your research. Don't be that guy. Don't be that person that just takes information at face value and then regurgitates it. That doesn't make you any different, dare I say, any better than a lot of the liberals that we were constantly debating with, that we were trying to convince to, to, to the light, that we were trying to convince them to come to the light. You're not going to convince them to come to the light if you repeat information that is misleading or simply untrue. So do yourself a favor. This particular fact check took me about five minutes, five minutes, not on Google. I don't use Google, by the way. Took me about five minutes, and I found that George Soros had nothing to do with it. So I was able to disprove this person. This person was a conservative, but he is an always Trumper. And I tell you, the always Trumpers are almost as bad as never Trumpers. So just, just be cautious of that. Make sure you don't do that. Don't go down that road. Um, next thing I want to jump into here real quick is, is climate change because it's kind of back on the radar a little bit. People are talking about it again because they have to talk about it every once in a while. Climate change, i.e. another form of money laundering where they can take your tax dollars to try to change the weather and do nothing but line the pockets of themselves and their donors and so on and so forth, as well as make China stronger because that's where a lot of this, this stuff for windmills and solar panels are made is in China. You know, Biden's buddies over there in China. That's why we call them Beijing Biden, China Joe, whatever you want to do. I've called them both. And a heck of a lot more, as you all know. So anyway, so I live in Washington State. I'm sorry. It's where I am. It's raised here, uh, born in Oregon, raised up in Washington uh, in the Seattle area. Seattle was quite a different city back then than it is now, as you can imagine. 
And we have a governor who fortunately is not running again, but I mean, just look at the guy, man. He has got doof written all over him. You don't even need to hear him or label him. Just look at him. Um, this is a guy who probably spent a lot of time getting a hard time in school. He probably didn't hang out with, <laughs> dare I say, the popular kids. But, you know, in, in high school, there's cliques and whatnot. Um, he might got to take him back behind the portables once in a while. And now he's power tripping because of it. But uh, this is Jay Inslee, our governor, and he is a self-proclaimed climate czar. He's really upset that he was not chosen by Biden to be a part of his administration and his cabinet. And he, he would love to just be, he would love to just walk behind John Kerry and lick his heels all day long. That's how pathetic this guy is. But, uh, it, oh, by the way, we were the first into the COVID lockdowns and the last out. This guy is a serious POS, but check him out. How much do you think climate change is to blame here? Well, look, uh, the climate change uh, problem, the fuse has been burning for decades, and now the climate change bomb has gone off. The scientists are telling us that this is a new age. This is the age of consequences, because whatever we thought of climate change last year, we now understand that the beast is at the door. We knew this beast. beast climate change was coming for us, but now it's pounded on the door. And I think it's interesting, the most sort of a summary of this situation, what the scientific community is telling us now, is that the Earth is screaming uh, at us. And that is the situation. Uh, I talked to a uh, leading uh, international scientist the other day who told me that we knew this was going to happen to us but it's happening to us maybe two decades earlier than we really thought uh, could, could be in the realm of the possible. So we have to uh, dramatically increase our efforts. That is uh, necessary. Now, the good news, there's good news here. We can do this. Look, we're electrifying our transportation fleet. We're electrifying our homes. This is a solvable problem, but we need to stop using fossil fuels. That is the only solution to this massive uh, assault on humanity. That's the only solution. Really? Hmm. Stop using fossil fuels. Because electric is so clean. Because we love having child and slave labor harvesting all the lithium and cobalt that goes into these things that, oh, by the way, are built in other countries like China. And then we buy it from them. Well, and then we become totally dependent on our enemies for our energy. Not to mention, we can't even plug it. Elect Remember, they were trying to get everybody to go away from electricity in the 80s. Convert to natural gas. Convert to natural gas. It's so much cleaner. It's so much better for the environment. So everybody did. And then they jacked the hell out of the natural gas prices. So everyone's paying through the nose. We didn't have electric furnaces anymore because they told us we need to go to natural gas. Now they're telling everybody, no, go back to electricity. Go back to electricity. Natural gas, bad. Oil, bad. Coal, bad. Doing a bunch of freaking buffoons, man. But Jay Inslee in that little, that was like 60 seconds or something like that. First he said, we've lit the fuse. The bomb has gone off. The beast is pounding at the door and the earth is screaming. <laughs> Hysterics. God, these people are hysterical. And, you know, I, I think Jay Inslee is not a smart man. He He's one of the ones where I actually don't believe he's grifting. I actually think he's that stupid. I actually believe that he is not a bright guy. He is just dumb. And that he actually believes the stuff he's spouting because he's bought into the ideology so deeply that no matter what it tells him, the science, the science, 
good grief. We're going to talk about science here in a minute. He's going to go right along with it. That's just what he does. He's a weak, weak man. He's a pathetic man. He's a dumb man. Trust me, he's been my governor here for longer than I care to admit. Fortunately, he's not running again. We need to get Sammy Bird in there. And um, I hope that he, we can't have a Republican governor in the state of Washington for the first time in 38 years. It's been a long time coming. Because if Ferguson, our old attorney general, gets in, I think he's going to be even worse than than uh, Inslee. And the reason is, is I think Ferguson is smarter than Inslee. His policies are just as radical. His views are just as radical, but they're more calculated because he's smarter versus Inslee, who's doing it because he's dumb. He actually believes the stuff that he spouts. Ferguson doesn't believe what he spouts. He manipulates. And that's, that's he's a, he is bad dude. As, as, as Biden would say, Corn Pop was a bad dude. Uh, Ferguson's a bad dude here. What's the climate really been doing since uh, about the year? Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, geez. Since the time of Christ. This is some of this obviously is based off of climate models because we don't, we weren't tracking, we weren't tracking stuff back then. So climate models and things that a lot of stuff they use now, this is one that was, that was talking about the, the sun cycles and how the climate changes and how it's done. So throughout history, the important one to remember here is just the red line. I mean, look, we've been in a, we're not, the climate is always changing. It's, it was much warmer back at the time of Christ than it is now. And it was, goat went down. And then we, you know, the, during the dark ages kind of had a, a little bit of a cooling period, but not too bad. But come about 1300 to about, 1650 or so, 1800, somewhere in there. About, yeah, maybe about 1850 even. We were just emerging out of it. We're still emerging out of a mini ice age. You know, the little ice age, they call it. There were people in the northern parts of, of the United States and Canada and the northern parts of Europe that were freezing. Their crops were going, they, they blamed a lot of it. In fact, a lot of it was blamed on witchcraft. That's part of what, spurred the whole hunt toward witches because they were sure that the witches were creating the, the climate crisis back then and making it colder. No, man, it was just a natural occurrence. Yes, does the climate change? Hell yes, it does. Changes every freaking day, every season, every year, every decade, every millennia. And it's been doing that forever, okay? And man, it's just gotten to the point where they can start to use that to capitalize on it and try to make money off of it and do whatever, People, the climate is not in crisis. I question whether people's intellect might be in crisis. Check this out. Down in South Africa, they beat the, they, you know, they have their climate goal, you know, that they want their ESG score to be down. So they have blackouts. That fixes the whole problem. Just, just stop using power. And all of a sudden you can meet your climate goals. South Africa emissions are falling ahead of the 2025 target. Power plant breakdowns are reducing industrial activity. Look, people, hey, you want to help the environment? You want to uh, get back to, to our roots and really to get back to Mother Earth and, and whatnot? Well, here you go. If you want to achieve net zero carbon emissions, here you go. That's what we're looking at. That's how, And that's how they would have us be, really. If the elites had their way, if the powerful elites, the political and the upper social class, if the elites had their way on that, we would be living like the caveman while they flew around in their private jets and yachts and lived on their homes on the beach 
where sea levels are supposedly rising so much that there's going to be no more beach, yet they still buy property on the beach and buy these mansions on the beach. It doesn't seem like a very good investment. If it's going to be underwater in a few years, why the hell would you buy a house there? Obama. Why would you do such a thing? Because I don't think they take this seriously. They told us that the the Greenland ice sheet is gonna it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone forever. Guess what? You know, Greenland once was green. That's why it's called Greenland. Because why? Because the climate changes. Can man change it? No. Can we stop the climate from changing? No. Do we have some impact on it? I suppose. I think we have more impact on uh, ecological issues like uh, pollution in the form of garbage and plastics and things like that that you find in the ocean and along the sides of all your freeways and all that. I think that probably does more harm to our environment than than whatever we're trying to accomplish by... What are they calling it now? Are we warming or cooling? I don't know. I'm confused if it's global warming right now or global cooling, but they're saying that the... Here, here's what the data shows, though that the surface of Greenland ice sheet has gained, gained more than 450 billion tons of ice since last August. This is the fifth year out of the last seven in which the surface has gained more ice than in 1981 to 2010 average. So that black line is the mean average since 1981 in this graph. And you can see that... Uh, 2017, 2018, 2022, 2021, and 2023 all had higher ice gains than the mean average since 1981. Doesn't look like the Greenland ice sheet. I'm pointing all these simple facts out, people, to try to, you don't need to argue hard with these leftists. Some of them actually are convincible with the proper information and a good debate. And a rational person that can exercise just a tiny bit of critical thought can look at this information and go, yeah, you're right. The climate has been changing for a long time and it, it gets warm, it gets cold, it gets warm again, it gets cold again. So then the question you have to ask is how much do you trust those that are trying to tell you if you just give us your money, we'll be able to stop the weather from happening? Because that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. What are the, some of the other... Uh, oh, well, let's listen to this gentleman first just because I like his voice. Check this guy out. I'm not going to play the whole clip. It's a long clip. It's over three minutes. But I'm going to play enough of it for you to get a gist. Check it out. For reasons that make sense only when you're in the business of frightening the living daylights out of populations, the palette for colouring the weather maps has been changed from the familiar life-affirming greens and blues to the angriest of oranges, reds, purples and black. Glimpsed out of the corner of an eye, the most recent maps of the Mediterranean look like pizzas left too long in the oven, all blistered and burnt. I say it's ludicrous. Among the most blatant and inexcusable fear-mongering deployed so far, people battered and bruised, not to mention plain old dead, on account of lockdown, followed by land war in Europe, backed up at all times by the threat of global nuclear war, are now being hammered flat by elaborately orchestrated fear of summer, Dotted throughout the incinerated hellscapes are the numbers predicting daily temperatures. I think they're missing a trick by not finessing the maps, by having those numbers held up by little red devils, complete with blackened hooves, horns, and white-hot flaming pitchforks. 
<laughs> I love that guy, man. I, I just, uh, every time he comes on to uh, pontificate, I, I just, uh, I got to stop and listen for a while because I, I love the accent. I know it's not an accent to him, but to me it is, and to many of the listeners here it is. Um, but exactly, this is the new devil. This is, I'm surprised it's not, they're not holding everything's up with pitchforks. I mean, come on. That's so funny. And here's what Trump had to say about the climate hoax. Check it out. But the climate crisis hoax is even risking famine and starvation. As we speak, farmers in the Netherlands, of all places, are courageously opposing the climate tyranny of the Dutch government. Can you believe this? Which wants to dramatically cut Dutch farm production despite growing food shortage. They're saying you can't farm your land. We're not going to give you fertilizer. You have to get rid of the cattle. You know why, right? You know why? I won't tell you because they'll say, I said something, isn't that terrible? They want to get rid of the cattle because it, what it does to the globe, half of your cattle they want out. You'll be next. You'll be next. You will be next. First the cattle, then they'll have you eating bugs, and then they will decrease the world's population. So what are some of the, just to give you an idea of how insane this is, the climate concerns were never really an issue until we entered the 70s, mostly in the 80s and beyond. Here's some of the predictions that we ran into during that time. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to go, I'm not going to hit all of them because there's a lot. I'm going to post this. The uh, resolution wasn't good enough to put it up on the screen, so I'm just going to read it off. And But I will post it on my socials if you want to take a look at it. 50 years of failed climate doomsday predictions. 1967, dire famine forecast by 1975. As far as I know, there was no great famine in 1975. In 1969, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. <laughs> blue steam. 1970, they said there will be an ice age by the year 2000. T today is 2023. 1970, they also said that America is subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. 1971, these are the, so the, the year and then the prediction. New ice age coming by 2020 or 2030. So that's the second ice age. First, they said ice age by 2000. And then a year later, they, they modified that and said ice age by 2020 or 2030. The year later, 1972, they changed again. New Ice Age by 2070. So they just keep kicking the can down the road. Oh, actually, that's not going to happen. So we're going to we're going to we're going to change our our prediction. 1974, another Ice Age. Yep, that's what they said in 1974. They also said ozone depletion was a great peril to life. 1980, acid rain kills life in lakes. Remember acid rain? That was the next big uh, climate killer. 1978, no end in sight to 30-year cooling trend. This was just 1978, folks. This is not that long ago, 53, 55 years ago. They can't even predict 50 years in the future. They want you to, they want you to believe they can predict hundreds of years into the future, thousands even. And these people can't even predict 10 years into the future. In 1988, they said there will be regional droughts that have never happened. In 1990s. In 1988, temperatures in D.C. will hit record highs. Let's jump ahead a little bit here. Oh, this is funny. In 1989, rising sea levels will obliterate, obliterate entire nations if nothing done by the year 2000. 
1989. New York City's West Side Highway will be underwater by 2019. Hint, it's not. It's not. By 2000, children won't know what snow is. But wait, I thought, I thought the earth was cooling. I thought we were going to have an ice age by the year 2000. That's what they said back in, back in the 70s. They said we were going to be in an ice age in the year 2000. And then in the year 2000, they said children won't know what snow is. <laughs> here's, the other, here's the famine prediction again. 2002, famine in 10 years if we don't give up eating fish, meat, and dairy. 2014, Britain will be Siberia by 2024. Climate genius Al Gore predicts ice-free Arctic by 2013. He's wrong. Okay, let's see. Oh, UK Prime Minister in 2009, the UK Prime Minister said 50 days to save the planet from catastrophe. Al Gore in 2009 moved his 2013 prediction of the ice-free Arctic to 2014. Still missed by just a little bit. He changed it again, by the way, in 2013, saying it would be 2015. 19, <laughs> here's some of the oil. 1980, peak oil in 2000. 1996, peak oil in 2020. 2002, peak oil in 2010. 2005, Manhattan underwater by 2015. <laughs> 1988, world's leading climate expert predicts lower Manhattan underwater by 2018. In 2011, just 12 years ago, the Washington Post predicted cherry blossoms blooming in the winter. So there you have it, folks. There's your great history, 50-year history of climate, dire climate predictions, all of which have been not true, none of which have come to, to realization. But trust them now, because if you don't give them all of your money and start eating bugs and drive electric vehicles, man, the planet's going to be dead in 10 years. We have till 2030 to stop this. If we don't stop it in the next seven years, we're all going to perish. Yeah, 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 these people. That anybody buys into their bullshit is... is uh, is beyond me. So the nurses, here's a little, here's a little weird part of the show. Remember in COVID when the nurses, when they went out and did their little dances and they recorded their dances during the COVID lockdowns, now they're doing it for guess what? They're doing it for the climate now. Check it out. Oh my God. So anyway, just one thing to the next with these people, they don't have lives. They don't have lives. And I guess they give me something to talk about. Because if everybody was living peacefully and we were singing Kumbaya, I guess then I wouldn't be here talking to you. <laughs> so I have nothing to talk about except 
You know, look at all those pretty birds and flowers. Everybody's living in harmony and loving each other. Oh, look, there's a unicorn over there too. Mm-hmm. That's right. So what's up next year? What do I got? So the, the left is on the big, they like to say, oh, those right-wingers, they want to ban books. Actually, you know, if it's pornographic, yes. <laughs> yes. Why would you think it's okay to have books that have graphic uh, sexual encounters being shown and taught even in some cases to your children as young as, as kindergarten. Why would you think that's okay? I, I don't, I guess because we don't. I mean, that's the left's reaction immediately. Anything the right wants, we don't. Just like, oh, child sex trafficking is a horrible thing. No, it's not. It's great. Sound of freedom is cooling on. <laughs> it's predictable, right? And these people are freaking crazy. So just know that that's true going in. That doesn't mean we can't fight it. And not only that, that we must fight it. Having these materials in grade schools and beyond, sometimes even in, in they start out in preschool with this indoctrination. The public indoctrination system is very good at this. Get your kids out of public schools, if at all possible. That would be that would be my thing. Oh, by the way, I brought up Sound of Freedom there just a second ago. Uh, third weekend sales for the movie, better than the first weekend. Believe that. Unbelievable. They're projecting $125 million the movie will have made. That's uh, for a movie that only cost $14 million to make in the beginning. <laughs> it's rivaling a lot of big blockbuster films out there, most of which are losing their ass. I guess Barbie got pretty popular for some reason, but that's just because dudes wanted to check her out, man. Come on, let's be real about it. Dudes like good-looking women. Some dudes like good-looking dudes. So I suppose they went to go see the movie to go see it. Ben Shapiro went to go see it. I don't know why. He claims it was his producers that forced him to go see it so he could comment on on his show. I'm not buying that. I think Ben really wanted to see it. Ben's a Barbie guy. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, all in good fun. Here's some of the stuff that they have out there. I mean, it's in comic format, but it's very graphic, and it's showing guys... Um, uh, I can't even say it really on this show. I don't want to say it, but they're performing acts on each other with different parts of their body. And it's not something that our kids need to be looking at. So, oh, hey, Johnny and Susie in first grade, here's pictures of of, of teenagers and adults performing sex acts on each other. What do you think they're going to do? What do kids do best? They imitate. So if you show them this stuff early on, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to imitate the act. They're going to do it when they're playing down in the basement. You're not even going to know it. Not even going to know it. And then you're just sexualizing children at a younger and younger age, which, of course, is the goal. So part of the uh, Part of the takeover of the world and, and the new world order is to control the children in the education system. This stuff is so graphic that Twitter or now X puts, they flag it. 
We put a warning message on these tweets because they might have sensitive contact like nudity, sexual conduct, violence, gore, and hateful symbols. This is for a book called uh, Gender Queer, and it's one of the ones that is on the book ban. It's one of the ones that a lot of school districts are banning and one of the ones that parents are really after because it is extremely graphic and it's being shown to kids as young as kindergarten. And it's available in all the libraries. Barack Obama says, oh, the right is trying to ban books. Yeah, you're darn right. What do you want? Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? As far as what children shouldn't see, I, I, I would draw the line that if it's not legal for them to even possess it until they're 18. Why in the hell would you have similar materials in a public school when they're six, seven, and eight years old? I mean, if we're going to have that material in there, heck, we may as well just put out a magazine rack with a little penthouse and Playboy and Hustler. Yeah. We'll just put that out there for the grade schoolers. We put it right by the in the main foyer, uh, by the office, you know, and stuff. And parents can check it out. Kids can check it out. They can check it out together. I feel like that's how insane it's getting. <laughs> that that's this is how crazy liberals are. This is what they want. This is the perversion of your children is the ultimate goal. If what is the other explanation? What is the other explanation? And when parents try to point this out, they get shut down. Gays Against Groomer put this out. Transhelism by proxy, a psychological disorder in which caregiver, especially a parent, convinces or indulges a child's belief that they are in the wrong body and transitions them their own for their own outside validation. A trans child is like a vegan cat. We all know who is making the decisions. The mom has serious case of transhousing by proxy. Gays Against Groomer is becoming a powerful force for good. And that's, a, that's a gay thing. See what I did there? It's a happy thing. It's a good thing. People try to present this information before school boards. They're not even allowed to read from the books that are in the that are in the freaking schools. They have this book in the school. This parent goes to a school board meeting to present this information. He starts reading from the book that they are providing for the children in that school. And they stop him. Oh, that's too graphic. If it's too graphic for a school board meeting, again, what the hell are you doing to show to kids in your school? Check this out. This book here, it's called It's Perfectly Normal. I'll read some of this for you. It says, after a bit, a person's <laughs> becomes moist and slippery, and the clitoris becomes hard. After sir, a I, bit, a person's <laughs> becomes gonna, erect, stiff, me. and larger. Pa pastor, Sometimes a bit of clear pastor, fluid that may contain pastor, a few sperm comes out of the tip of the <laughs> and makes pastor, it wet. Can we, sir, I'm sorry. I, Was it something I said? If you don't want to hear it in a school board meeting, why should children be able to check it out of the school system? We have perverts that are perverting our kids. And you all sit back smug in your chairs, but you don't want me to read it. Why? Does it bother you? Yes or no? 
You can't answer that question. You wanna know why? Because politically speaking, you can't say that it's wrong. And you don't want me to read the filth because it exposes the truth. How dare you tell me to stop reading it? If you don't want to hear it, why should the children have to see it? Pastor, your time is, is, time is up. Thank you. That makes two of us. Amen. Your time is up. You woke school board people, they're getting voted out in droves. They done cross a freaking line and parents are done. You started effing, in some cases, literally, with the children. And parents are done. People are done. You know why you're losing the Hispanic vote? Because they're family, they have family values. They believe the father provides for and is the head of the household. They believe that children obey their parents. They believe there are two sexes. They believe in God in most cases. All things that the left is trying to erase. And then they think they're going to get the Hispanic vote. That's why Trump got even more. He got a higher percentage of both the black and the Hispanic vote in 2020 than he did in 2016, even though he supposedly lost. We all know where that debate goes, right? Trump had this to say recently. And he's been saying it. He said, Trump calls for the death penalty for human traffickers, vows to revive Title 42 to end child sex trafficking. Now, this is not something new. I, uh, I believe it was on Instagram. I, I threw this, I shared this picture out there. Guy says, oh, sounds like more empty promises to me. He had four years to fix everything. And yeah, rah, 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 rah. you don't change decades of debauchery in four years. He did a pretty damn good job considering they had a winch hunt going against him since before he even stepped foot in the White House. From the moment he came down that beautiful, tremendous golden escalator, best escalator in the world, just ask him. Believe me. But he, the moment he came down, they've been after him ever since. Despite that, he got more done than any president in modern history in office. I don't care if you don't like his color of his skin or his mean tweets or his personality. Or that, you know, thought, oh, we could have gotten more done. What's your answer? Mr. Perfect Conservative. You know, I played with a musician once. He, he, he told me, he, he left the band, finally. But he told me once, man, I just want to play a perfect show with this band. Dude, it's live rock and roll. There's no such thing. You know what a perfect show is? A perfect show is where everybody shows up, they have a good time, and you leave with a smile. That's a perfect show. And so don't sit there and bitch and whine and moan because you can't have a perfect president. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a perfect administration. In fact, perf perfection does not exist on this earth. We're all flawed. We were born that way. Perfection doesn't come until the next life, people. So let's take what we can get 
And if Trump is going to be able to go in there without having the same learning curve he had the first time around and without having to hire all the wrong people and keep the wrong people around him because he can spot them better now that he's been through it once, don't you think that gives him an advantage to come off the ground running and get more done in his second four years? I do. Let's check yourself once in a while. Remind yourself that no one's perfect. What's more important are their intentions. They may not always end up doing the right thing or, or making the right choices. But if their thoughts are pure and their intent is good going in, and for whatever reason, circumstances went against them, they were doing the best they could, okay? They are doing the best they could. On good news, bright side, the IRS ends its policy to send armed agents unannounced to taxpayers home. Thank God, I'm... I was getting tired of that, man. IRS agents showing up at my door with guns drawn all the time. Apparently, they've been doing this for a while, but they've, been, they've got a lot of ammunition. They need to give some of it back now. They don't need that much time at the shooting range. They're not a law enforcement agency. Well, not in that sense of the word anyway. The Internal Revenue Service, IRS, I like how, <laughs> I like how this publication <laughs> had to make sure you knew. IRS, in case you didn't know what the Internal Revenue Service was, Announced Monday, it would end. It's probably a young staff writer. Anyway, uh, announced Monday, it would end most unannounced visits to taxpayers' homes, ending the decades-long practice. IRS review officers will no longer be permitted to visit taxpayers' homes unannounced, and instead, individuals receive letters helping them schedule a formal meeting according to the agency. Gee, isn't that nice? How about due process? Exactly. Send me a letter. We'll schedule a time. I'll make sure I have my CPA or my tax attorney present so you don't screw me over. What a novel concept for America, right? Innocent until proven guilty. That's kind of a cool thing we have here. At least I thought we did. Unless you're a political opponent nowadays, then you investigate the man to find a crime instead of investigating the crime to find the find the man. New York Times. As inquiries compound, justice system pours resources into scrutinizing Trump. Look, for all their complexity, the Trump-related prosecutions have not significantly constrained the ability of prosecutors to carry out their regular duties, officials have said, but they are spending billions, and I mean billions of dollars, on this witch hunt. Tax dollars. Jack Smith, the special counsel overseeing criminal investigations into former President Donald J. Trump, employs 40 to 60 career prosecutors, paralegals, and support staff, augmented by a rotating cast of FBI agents and technical specialists, according to people familiar with the situation. It's always according to people, right? Yeah, whatever. I understand. You get your information from people. You can't give up their names or they'll stop giving it. In his first four months on the job, starting in November, in four months, Mr. Smith's investigation incurred expenses of $9.2 million. That included $1.9 million to pay the U.S. Marshal Service to protect Mr. Smith, his family, and other investigators who have faced threats after the former president and his, you should capitalize president people, former president and his allies singled them out on social media. At this rate, the special counsel is on track to spend about $25 million per year investigating a man that is your primary political opponent of your party, 
I don't, half that money's mine. I'm a conservative Republican, all right? In fact, I would say more than half of that because I think conservative Republicans pay more taxes than liberals do for the most part that sit around and do nothing. So I, I think 70%, I want that back. I didn't authorize that money to be spent that way. Roads, bridges, and military, man. You knock the rest of that stuff right off. And then we have, of course, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the Biden crime family. You know, I, I'm, I'm getting so, until something really big moves on that story, one thing I do, I do want to hear is Devin Archer's testimony. They did delay that. It was supposed to happen today. He wasn't going to show up. Uh, the federal government reinstituted charges against him today, by the way, that they had previously uh, put on the back burner. But now they've, as soon as they found out he was going to testify, they turned up the heat and they're going to charge him after all. But uh, he's been rescheduled for next Monday. We'll see. The August recess is coming up soon. And that's where Congress gets a little bit of time off. And, you know, I suppose, you know, for a lot of them, it's deservedly so. They're back there working. They're spending time away from home. A lot of them have two homes or they're living in their offices or whatever. I don't think that happens much anymore. I don't think they live in their offices much. Correct me if I'm wrong. If uh, the few of you out there that I'm personal with, let me know if I'm wrong on that. But um, it's, uh, it's interesting. The more that comes out about Biden, the more they push back on Trump because he symbolizes it, right? Doesn't he symbolize the, the conservative movement, the America first movement? Of course he does. So who are they going to attack? Well, they can't attack us directly. So they're going to do it by attacking our chosen, uh, you know, representative. And that is Donald J. Trump. Anyway, got to remember to pray for those people, you know, Pray for your politicians. Pray that they make wise decisions, that they will follow the will of the people and the will of God, that they'll lead as a servant leader in a, in a you know, modeling, modeling Christ. Pray for the kids and those that are sex trafficked and um, that we can put it into this somehow, some way. Obviously, man is depraved. Man is not healthy spiritually as a whole. So we're going to have to count on God for this, people. If you want the children to stop getting hurt, you know, as far as doing what you can, do what you can do, obviously, but also don't forget to ask God because he's the one who can make real change. Anyway, hey, uh, thanks for watching. It's always, it's always great to sit down here and talk. I'm sorry it was a slow Monday and I, was, I had to bounce between a whole lot of different topics because there just wasn't any, the news cycle was slow for a weekend. I just didn't have any one big thing to sink my teeth into. I hope I didn't bore you too much. I hope that you got some enjoyment out of it. But uh, if you've just been listening on renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can catch all the videos and everything else up there. Uh, I've got I've got tons of stuff up there now. You don't want to miss out. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS and Twitter because I couldn't get the. So there is just at Nun Report or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can click into everything right there as well as jump onto the mailing list. I won't spam you too much anyway. Uh, anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. Cheers.